0: Hello and welcome to a special edition of Girls Gone Canon, the His Dark Materials Season 2 Late Summer Double Trailer Drop Edition. Uh, We are going to talk to you today about (laughs) the trailers that HBO and BBC just gifted us with this
1: morning. I am one of your hosts, Chloe. I'm another one of your hosts, Eliana. Yes, it's a special edition. We're gonna one-hit wonder this, as our friend Tana calls it. This is raw. Raw. (laughs) <laughs> yes, we're just gonna
0: run through it, we're doing it live, we're raw, it is a Friday night, August 28th, 2020, Season 2 trailer for, or sorry, Series 2 trailer to get it right and proper uh, for His Dark Materials, dropped today. Last trailer we had was Comic Con, if you follow us over at Twitter at Girls Gone Canon, you might have seen us do a thread just breaking down some of the images and different plots going on in them from the trailer. And Instead, today, we have the time to sit together and break it apart, shot by shot real quick, run down the line, and I, for one, am a little hyped. I felt a little excited today. What about you?
1: I was way more hyped, and I don't know if it's like, because I'm just riding that high, we just finished The Subtle Knife, which of course informs so much of what... Series two. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to cover. <laughs> well, look at us, milk floats. Yeah,
0: <laughs> milk series, floats. Two. series
1: two. Uni. Um. Anyways, so what? What that's about? As opposed, to I mean, like I was excited, obviously, when the comic con trailer came out, but this one, I was like, yeah, yeah, we're in it. Yeah, because we just finished it. We went
0: through for seven or eight months. We've been just talking and thinking and living the subtle knife. So now we get to do it. For about, oh, what's right now? August? Oh, yeah. So, till like December or January, we get to live it all over again. I'm so excited. You get to live we Lee, get a dying from all the subtle over right knife. Now. Yeah. Thanks, Eliana. <laughs> um This is going to be spoilers all. We will make sure to put that in the description if you're listening, but we are going to talk about probably everything from all three books. Uh, if you're not caught up and don't want to get spoiled for that, Yes, this is a show episode, however, I mean, there's a lot to talk about.
1: Also, the show's been playing it fast and loose with some of the temporality, but in again, in a way that really works, so...
0: Yeah, and we're going to be fast and loose in a way that works as well. So, <laughs> Raw, if you're fast, watching loose. at home, <laughs> if you're watching at home, pull open the trailers, watch along with us, uh, we'll link them in the description of this episode, and let's get into it this is the biggest thing that i i'm so excited about is they told us november release yeah big in the trailer november release so we're gonna see it in november last year we saw series one on november 3rd 2019 so last episode the week before christmas did that so if we do it again this year might be last episode before christmas
1: yeah i mean it could be it could also be like it gets pushed back because of, obviously, Light. production <laughs> mis- mm-hmm. issues. Yeah. we were in a pandemic, so.
0: I wonder if we could see, like, a split then. Ooh. It's possible. What if they split it?
1: They've teased it as a possibility for book three, mm-hmm. so. Eh.
0: Hmm. Well, interesting. I think it's a, it was a hot trailer. I, I was not expecting it at all this morning. No. And when I saw the link, I went, oh, my God. Thank you. Mostly cuz I'm waiting for the Dune trailer I know. to leak still.
1: <laughs> I know. Uh, you are. If you're
0: listening to this, it's probably not out yet, but I bet it's going to come out. I'm betting you it's going to get leaked. It will. But I've seen a lot of images from it. But this is this was full on. This was like they weren't they were they were given a bit away, I think, in some of these shots, but not too much.
1: I think if you've read the books it's easy to tell, right? And yeah. what's good about it is it seems like they're only adding things in places that make sense, right? As opposed to, right? you know...
0: Other shows. Other
1: shows that have aired on HBO. Other
0: shows. And we start this trailer off with Father McPhail speaking. Uh, he's kind of narrating the beginning, and he says, The world is aware of a threat above our heads. Ships pan to the light atop the mountain... From the end of season one, if you remember, book one, uh, we saw the big light explode open in the mountain. Rip
1: Roger, you know, yeah, sad, sad. Uh, <laughs> Rip Roger, <laughs> dude. I'm, I mean, we'll we'll get more sad about Roger later. There's there's time, especially in the second trailer. But yeah, it definitely and definitely and. <laughs> I was covering the microphone. Uh, I have a terrible setup <laughs> for how we record. Unfortunately, I have uh, technical issues every now and then. But anyways, we'll we'll talk about it more in the second trailer. But yes, the world is aware of a threat above our heads. I listened to this line like a million times as I had to replay it and keep starting from the beginning. And
0: they're like all out referencing the war with God. They are all yeah. out hinting at it, and I'm really glad because it is important for the setup for the third season, and I think that there's a good amount of it in book two. Uh, I'm, I'm just excited that they they seem to be laying it on hard from the get-go, though.
1: Yeah, they're, they're really trying to hold the whole series together with that and make it like a consistent stream, right? And uh, I kind of wonder, is there a double entendre here also with McPhail saying, above our heads? Like, are we in above our heads? And he doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is. Yeah, it's
0: definitely both. I mean, he is. They are. And he goes on. He's narrating still. He says, but have no fear. We will do whatever's necessary. And we get some scenes of the Magisterium similar to the first Comic-Con trailer with uh, some people walking down the hall. McPhail addressing them. A large gathering in that beautiful big room of the Magisterium. And Coulter and her demon are walking. And she looks hot. It is a... That is an outfit. It's very, like, all black. French veil, pillbox, um, suit, you know, like suit, power suit, skirt combo. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, with the amazing embroidery. I love, I'm sure that Gaetano, right, of uh, Twitter Gazé, is also pleased about this. I, I noticed that he keeps tweeting like, I love her! <laughs> Pictures of Mrs. Coulter <laughs> uh, from all of the trailers. And she's just looked fantastic in, I Hell think, in everything. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, there's later on, I don't think we're going to talk about it too much, but she's wearing this like raspberry colored kind of suit, and she looks distressed. I don't know if it's this one or the BBC teaser, but it looks great. This outfit, though, is very sharp, very killer. Uh, I think she, she, her embodying this black outfit, kind of almost mourning garb, almost like sympathy garb, right? Like trying to gain sympathy. And we know that she is not in the best place with the magisterium, right? The last Last couple times, she chit-chatted with the Magisterium and some of the stunts that she pulled since then, I feel like uh, she's not in her favor right now. And I I thought the pillbox hat is a really good choice. I'm bummed that this trailer came out now because I think Her Dark Materials has already interviewed Carolyn McCall, the costume Mm. designer from the show. But now I have so many more questions because the pillbox... So you know the pillbox hat, made super popular by Jackie Kennedy in the more recent years in the 60s but it resembles a military hat and during the late roman empire it was a pannonian cap it was headgear that looks really similar to the modern pillbox hat worn by roman soldiers and the modern feminine version started being made in the 30s by millionaires and jackie o of course was known for hers in the 60s that was her trademark she had it for every outfit uh the assassination of her husband he died and that pillbox hat became kind of a symbol of death ever since. And if you look at that embroidery Mm. across her shoulders, it kind of resembles a little bit of those specters that I think we see in this trailer. Spoilers, we'll get to it, Uh, with those feathery kind of looks. It almost looks kind of like them. So I don't know, she is embodying uh, a soldier definitely in this. She is a soldier of her own in this. She has to be because she is kind of on the edge in this season when we see her many times. Um, and also, I think that that Jackie O kind of influence is really interesting. You know, Coulter as a woman with a dead husband.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's, that is really interesting. I didn't even think about that, that widow aspect to her and uh, dressing for mm-hmm. that. But also, you know, as you said, she's a woman on her own. Military-wise, I feel like she's not a big part of the second book, but obviously the show's done mm-hmm. a great job of building more moments for characters that don't necessarily have a lot on page, and I think we're going to see a lot of Mrs. Coulter, and it makes me think of the things you were saying in our final episode of The Subtle Knife of her making those political moves, so. Yeah.
0: She does have some big moves to make, for sure. She does.
1: She does. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about what might be going on here in the Magisterium based on what we saw, like combining it with what we saw in the Comic-Con trailer where we saw the the Magisterium members holding these slips of paper and then MacPhail was burning something in that trailer, and then what's going on here. I'm sure someone has said it before and or made that connection. It seems to be inspired from how the Pope in the real world is selected, right? That voting mm. and that sense of the smoke colors indicating whether or not a new Pope has been chosen to the masses. And I think the way that this is all framed, right, it looks like there's a this gathering and then that speech with MacPhail, it kind of seems like um, this could be a sort of like choosing of a leader of the Magisterium, meaning they're bumping up Father MacPhail's role mm-hmm. in this version of the story. And it, maybe he's giving a speech, kind of like a, a speech trying to get the papacy or is at that point giving the victory speech especially framed against that flag of the magisterium in the background really seems like a big propaganda moment
0: yeah and and the way that like coulter and his relationship was left in series one yeah i think it does stand that he uh, i'm curious if they're going to introduce some of the other characters that we might see in the you know season three for example or if they're going to keep McPhail as the central villain to Coulter of the Magisterium and just have it be against him. I think I could
1: see them... I'm just interested. Yeah, I think I could see them doing also what you're saying of bringing in some of those season three slash book three characters because they didn't tell mm-hmm. us. They didn't show Will in the trailer for se- series. Sorry, series yeah. one, not season one. And I do think we'll get to
0: some of our predictions later, but I yeah. definitely think we're going to see... Uh, some season three stuff pushed up. I think we'll start off the Amber Spyglass or season three Mm. part of the way into Amber Spyglass because there is a lot of plot they can move up. There's a lot of characters that don't do anything in the subtle knife. I mean, there's Egyptians don't do anything. Mary Malone, after we part from her, we don't see what she does. Uh, We don't have anything from Will's mom besides when he does the alethiometer. There's a lot of characters that, Asriel, you know, we don't see, we hear from Bruta. So Bruta Scotty, it seems she's getting a pretty big role, which we're about to talk about. I think that there's a lot they can play with from that behind the scenes and a lot from book three they can move up.
1: Yeah, if they were able to, right? Um, and we'll yeah. talk about that right, in a bit Right, right, with filming. The next scene is, unless you want to, damn it, cannot edit The next scene is witches have always known more than they should. Let me find out what. And this is spoken by Mrs. Coulter.
0: Yes, we have a woman who's looking up at another ghostly woman, a woman tied, implied to be a witch, and Coulter approaches, then seems to begin torturing her. It seems like it's probably the first scene we really have with Coulter in that book, right? Um, It might be the the ship thing, Mm, but I, I can't tell. It flashes pretty quick.
1: Yeah, you mean uh, the the person who's facing her. It it looks like it could be Ruda, but it could be someone else entirely that we don't know.
0: Yeah, and yeah, cuz we get so we have facing the shot of Coulter torturing the witch and then we have Ruda a few like quick shots later you get Ruda looking at possibly another witch uh, and it like fades out really weird. So I don't know if we're supposed to think it's the same witch. Or if we're supposed to think it's like a different scene and a specter involved, or if we're, I don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah, with the faces.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And sorry to come back to what you were saying. I know we're not gonna stay on it long with uh, Mrs. Coulter's outfits. Here, she's wearing that raspberry outfit you were discussing. Maybe it's kind of to mm-hmm. hide the blood from torturing the witch. Oh. <laughs> cheerful, cheerful.
0: Aren't you a nice girl? I know, You're right? Such a nice girl, Eliana.
1: A little I nicer. Don't know less 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 gruesome is the line that's spoken here by ruda who actually oh, sorry the line that's spoken here by mrs coulter um and we've been talking a lot about witches in the subtle knife for pretty obvious reasons and it seems like they're going to be a huge part of this season thankfully and maybe a lot more fleshed out than what we got of them in the book but the idea of them you know that they've always known known more than they should It's not just the prophecy, even though that's what Mrs. Coulter is trying to get out of the witch here. I really like that line and the way it's framed because it's that knowledge being wrapped up in rebellion and the great original sin in the way that the story is being told.
0: Mm -hmm. And I think we might see that echoed when we learn about the skulls in the museum Uh. with Lyra, you know, of like original sin because that's what that is obviously, you know, that's when matter began to matter is that many thousands of thousands 33, of years 000. ago.
1: 33,000.
0: 33,000, yeah. And I, I wonder if it's just going to be wrapped up in the Rebellion as well. I think they might do something with that as mm-hmm. well, but we'll get to that later in this trailer. We get another line from Scotty, who I think is really going to be a significant character this season. They're writing a lot for her, it seems, and I imagine she's going to be connecting us to some other worlds. The skies are darkening. The world's changing. We need to unite for the great war. We get a shot of airships, of John Perry lifting his hood, Lee fl- sitting with the witches, the witches soaring through the air, Ruta giving a speech and then grasping hands with Seraphina. Is this a ship? Uh, and then more witches soaring off from the ground. And it seems that Lee's ending plot is going to be a huge banger. This season, Like, they are making Lin-Manuel uh, a total swan song on this season. This trailer was just dedicated to it. Lots of, uh, we'll get to it, the guys in the brush, the army guys in the brush, and his rifle is a big shot here. Um, John Perry, the witches. It's all about Lee's plot, and Lee's plot really does hold the book together for the most part, you know, besides the very, very end. If you listen to our podcast, you'll find out how, what we think about it. It's very fun. Ha <laughs> ha Um, I don't know. It's a a good shot, though, with him at his rifle, and interesting. We've got some action ahead of us.
1: Yeah, I think uh, the idea that Lee holds it all together here is true, and as you said, punching up that Lin-Manuel role, and that makes sense, right? If they wanted to have that big emotional punch for when he comes back season three, and you're like, oh my god! Or series four, if they split it into two. I could see it being in the second half. So at least his look.
0: voice oh my god that's it's just gonna be a fucking ghost shape and lin-manuel miranda he's gonna be speaking. so excited
1: and then we get hbo presents i included that here
0: yeah i love that i think it's important you have the signature <laughs> slice through presents yes. you have it other places in this trailer too they really are uh, into severing even though the severing plot is kind of like well it's taking a pause until next season
1: yeah they really played it up in the second trailer we'll talk about that but for now we get a line spoken by Will you might have heard it before in the comic con trailer the first part you're not from here are you how did you get here we have also then the aerial shot of Chitagase in the surrounding areas Will is addressing Lyra once more and then she kind of like smiles knowingly it's the best Lyra is then traveling through the wilderness at night and sees Chitagase in the distance Yes. They smiled at each other. I know. I think that's like the <laughs> most important you, part I of the trailer. You. We're like, that's it. That's all we wanted. <laughs> they smiled. They,
0: them interacting. Well, because the, the last trailer, they didn't include them interacting. They included them in the same room. Shots of them looking at each other, but separately. Ugh, that's awful. And, um, that they didn't have any interaction. Right. So this is this is exciting to me. This is I am very happy to see this. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I will accept it.
1: It was an intimated like interaction, right? And I think it follows from this scene or is close to it, but it was Ah Okay. <laughs> They're smiling together. Um the scene of Lyra travelling through the wilderness to see Chidigazi in the distance. It just reminded me of the opening of the Inferno especially with the way that it's framed in that darkness. Uh, and I'll just read this these verses aloud to you, why not? Midway upon the journey of our life, I found myself within a forest dark, for the straightforward pathway had been lost. Ami, how hard a thing it is to say! What was this forest? Savage, rough, and stern, which in the very thought renews the fear. So bitter is it. Death is little more, but of the good to treat which there I found, speak will I, of the other things I saw there. I cannot well repeat how there I entered. So full was I of slumber at the moment, in which I had abandoned the true way, but after I had reached a mountain's foot, at that point where the valley terminated, which had the consternation pierced my heart. So the mountain kind of feels like, I don't know, Chirigaze kind of looked like a mountain framed there, and then like, you know, midway upon the journey of her life, this is a very much midway or midpoint, of many in her story. And a lot of, of course, this entire story His direct Materials is also inspired by the Inferno just as much as it is by Paradise Lost. Not as equally, but...
0: No, absolutely. And I'm a little more sold on it now, especially after this, because I was a little surprised. Not like mad or upset, I was surprised at how it looked from afar when Lyra comes upon it from afar and sees it all lit up. It looked very, like, islandy or or peninsula-esque, and it makes sense up close, but I was just like, oh, interesting, interesting. But I like it. I just expected it to be a little, like, I don't know, not as lush. I didn't think it was going to be as lush. So I was surprised, but I like it.
1: I like the that it's lush, right? We got that aerial view and all around it, not just on that mm-hmm. island, that peninsula. I was
0: more surprised that it was, like, Islandy, you know, like that it was like, ah, walk this way and there it is at the end of it. That's all. Like, I thought it yeah. would be more built into a big wall of rock. <laughs>
1: yeah, kind of like uh, those photographs that you see of, like, Greece or something.
0: But yeah, that's more what I expect.
1: I think, yeah, the contrast between what we know Chiragaze is like and how how life, full of life, everywhere around it is, really, I think, drives home that wasted city. And
0: I think also, to add to why I think there might have been filming constraints too you know like this is what they got so I should shut up.
1: <laughs> I mean I that's probably just made on what is it called the computer the computer. <laughs> right Special that's bets. where all my
0: friends are they're all on the computer too. we
1: the computer. Ah, you are in the computer right now.
0: Uh, we get this other line he's connected to this place he's got something to do here I think we both do spoken by Lyra. Will is wandering the streets of Chitigatse, gazing at the Tour d'Alle Lyra thinks aloud to Pan, and Will is standing in front of a hedge. Lots of Pan this season for all of you out there, and yes. uh, lots of Pan. Lots of good Pan moments in this trailer. I was excited. Not a lot of Sophonax, which I'm not excited about, but
1: Pan. Probably a lot less Sofinax, yes.
0: There's going to be no Sofinax in this entire season. We don't know that, we don't know that. And I hate it. We don't know that. I hate it. Okay, we might see him. I mean, like, James Cosmo has to have a contract, right? Who knows? Maybe they didn't give him a contract for season two. Maybe they only contracted him for season one. We don't know. There's no Sofinax.
1: Yeah, you're just living, just live with that assumption, you know, starting with low expectations. There's
0: no Sofinax until, like, the last episode of this show. Oh yeah. my god. I
1: They have to give the Egyptians a different subplot somehow.
0: Wow. I need... It means James Cosmo.
1: Yeah. And yeah. especially because Seraphina's a consistent part, right? And they kind of yeah. played them up.
0: I find this. Maybe she'll go get Farter Quorum and be like, Quorum Ventrexel, <laughs> I need you.
1: Yeah. Or he's doing something Crying. that has to do with the Magisterium, considering that their plots still existent i find the line here though that's spoken by lyra pretty interesting like we don't get a sense of lyra really thinking about will as tied or destined to shiragaze in the book i I don't know Mm -hmm. if the Alethia mother like mentions it or not but i think it's interesting the idea of will is connected to this world and that destiny being played out more and is explicit that lyra would say such a thing Uh, Especially in the context of, in the first trailer, Lyra also says everyone's connected. So Will being connected to this place, everyone's connected. Makes me think of Mm. that poem by John Donne, No Man Is An Island. Uh, Coming back to Chittagaza, you know, it's very much trying to be an island, right? It tried to be, we can see that even in the way that it's architectured, and it failed and was punished for it. But also considering that the book's close brings us also closer to, again, Lee dying. It, I think of this poem again just because we talked a lot about the novel, the Hemingway novel, For Whom the Bell Tolls, and that title actually comes from the last line of Don's poem, and that novel perhaps being an inspiration for Lee's death, as we discussed in episode 15 of His Dark Materials.
0: That's a great connection, actually. I didn't really think about that. That uh, the island idea with that is great. Yeah. How it's like failing to be an island, basically. It's failed to feel like there's uh, a
1: there's anything owed to other people, right? No man is an island. We're all connected. Mm-hmm. Life.
0: Or um, what do we owe to each other?
1: Exactly. Then we got the closed captions. Whoa. All right, I had the closed captions on when I was making this outline. It says music continues. There's little song notes around it. We got a uh, airships. Yes, we get Mary
0: Malone, we get my mother. she's putting earbuds on.
1: <laughs> earbuds. earbuds. Yeah, no, they're not. They're uh what what are those little
0: sticky? The nodes, nodes that you put on. Yes. They're electrodes, maybe? Yeah. Nodes, electrodes, uh the thingies for like surgeries or like when you're trying to send neuro waves to a machine to tell it things, or learn things from it, yeah, you know, alien invasions, they're useful, I hear. I don't know, I've never had to, I've maybe used them once in my life. Yes, she has them in her temples, basically, or above her temples.
1: Yes, and she's like looking quite ferociously at something.
0: I'm guessing the cave, and we Mm -hmm. get Father MacPhail again. I don't really care for my father, MacPhail. He's being edgy with a candle in a hotel room. He's kind of like, ooh, am I going to get burnt? And it's a real, uh, really cool light, like almost yeah. like a cross, side of a cross, the light light that's at the window is.
1: Yeah, it is a pretty cool Also, window. it's
0: separating. It's separating. It's light yeah. that's separating through a window. I didn't think about that. Ha ha ha. There's
1: uh, a lot of good shots of windows, and I guess that'll be another one of them. We're probably going to see that continued as a visual motif in this series 2. Mm-hmm. The Father MacPhail scene, though, here where he's holding his hand over a candle, it's actually very similar. We saw Mrs. Coles were doing the same thing in the Comic-Con trailer. So I, I thought it was interesting that they're mm-hmm. both kind of doing it. I don't know if it's them both wanting to see pain or sensation. Not just as a way of staying grounded in this reality, that might be one aspect, but maybe it's an exercise in the idea that the body is not the truth as the Magisterium uh, preaches, in a way.
0: Well, the show basically confirmed, too, that Coulter already has right. severed from her demon, right? Like, that's proved, kind of, from the show, proven. So I imagine that, especially, like, with what we're reading right now for LaBelle Savage, uh, the first chapter up Sala has a good amount of talk of the Russikov field, again, and a lot of talk of, like, the separation of mind and matter, right? Like, are, are we our mind? Are we our matter? And it seems to be right the fundamentals of the story, as we've been talking about on and off for the past year. And I think the specters in this are something that's going to add to that. It looks like they're going to explore the specters uh-huh. or even just visualize them more. And it really seems that this juxtaposed Mary learning about the shadows and Coulter in the trailer, uh, I thought that was really interesting with the candle. It definitely seems like the separation of body and mind is totally something important. And to go back real quick to the airships, I think the way that's filmed, it looks like it's specifically Lee's dream sequence. Uh, there's a couple things from this that look like that, from these two trailers.
1: Yeah, there's a couple of those.
0: Like uh, later there's a John Perry moment, hood up, and he just like looks like a freaky vision. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a vision.
1: Yeah. And I mean, that, that's a big deal. It's one of the big action moments that leads into more action and sadness.
0: It's going to be better on screen than on paper, I will say that, because as, as the person that had to outline that happening for us to somehow keep track of that battle, I was like staring at the pages, reading the chapter over and over going, how do I succinctly put this? down like this is they did this and then the things blew up and then they blew up in the dream and then out of the dream suddenly they blew up and then they blew up here and it's one of those things just like with some of like the battles in game of thrones that are just better viewed than read in my opinion i'm
1: also just not a big reading battle person
0: me either it's not for me buddy it's not Mm
1: -mm. (laughs) but we're gonna watch this war right it's uh seraphina pakala says Sorry, Seraphina Pecola, as they say in this show, <laughs> if this is the Great War, then she will be needed.
0: Man, I haven't seen any other HBO shows that uh use the Great War as a marketing tactic, have you?
1: I've never I've never seen that in my life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So that's, yes, it's Serafina Pecola. We get this view of all the witches in Wilderness. Lots of witches, witch-heavy trailer. Serafina and Ruda are talking across a campfire from each other. And then we get this shot of Lyra in our world clothing, uh, running down a street.
1: Yeah, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, that Great War aspect referring to what's to come. I don't know if I remember the terminology of it being called the Great War from the books. I don't know if that's something that's mostly in the show. If it is, it feels rather loaded, right? Like, the Great War was a term used for World War One back when they thought it was going to be the only one, and there weren't two of them. And this is not just a world war, right? It's a world's war. Uh, it's kind of notable that the Twitter account, the Demons and Dust Twitter account, made the caption, worlds are changing, that word, world, comes up a lot of times in like just this, what, 90 second time span. Uh, It's aware, it's changing, it needs Will and Lyra, and that's the whole arc. But besides it being a world's war, the Great War was supposed to be, in the real world, was supposed to be the war to end all wars, and clearly that did not happen. Mm -hmm. There's still war. Yeah. But here, you know, this world's war, the great war, Lyra and Will's war, it is going to end death. It's going to end the warring between the heavens and humans for knowledge, so perhaps there is the great war that does succeed.
0: Yeah. Better than the last one, which was thousands of years ago.
1: Yeah, thousands of years ago.
0: (laughs) We get something that's likely spoken in response, possibly, to this from Ruta Scotti, and she says... There is something else, something that will be the difference between winning and losing. I imagine it's the knife, it's Eosator. And then we get a shot of Lord Boreal in a car rearview mirror, and then it goes back to the witch's campfire. We see Lyra looking at the cave, or as Eliana would like to fondly call it, a tech startup. (laughs) Uh, The cave looks good. The cave does look really good. good. That's very
1: true. I'm excited to see it. Especially with what, I mean, they have to do it up well, right? Because now we got modern technology. When Philip Pullman wrote this, we were all like fucking using giant floppy disks. I think.
0: Yeah, like the eighties, big uh, computers from the eighties that are just like a whole room. You yeah, know, like that's what I imagined the cave as, honestly. Which is probably what, what, he that is what it was. Imagined it moreover. Yeah, yeah, like that's what he imagined, but uh, like hell, you know, just fucking like I know that odyssey was somewhat important he's like this uh, but, is amazing yeah,
1: now you and I it, are talking to each other on with our faces on tiny fucking devices
0: yeah it, it's nuts it's not what existed when this was first thought of so we're all old I like it and it's bright it just it like, transfers really well to screen yeah I think it'll be good
1: a lot of uh, a lot of those choices visually are really good like here in even within this trailer in this one and the comic-con trailer lord boreal is still portrayed through those interesting little lenses that we talked a lot about it in our coverage of season one how they're always framing boreal like through a window or through like another window but here, mm-hmm. you're seeing him now in that mirror, and then later on in this trailer, we're going to see him closing a window, and in the Comic-Con trailer, he actually emerges from behind a glass case, as though another window, another frame, before meeting with Lyra. So, it's all really it's all really well done. The closing of the window is quite a nice touch, and a, it's really smart and great to see that they've carried that through, even in this trailer. So well thought out.
0: Yeah, even that shot of him in his car, we see him through the mirror. Yeah. Not, like, we see the mirror and we see his reflection. Like, that is so well shot. Uh, And I imagine he's going to get a good swan song to go out on. I bet that scene with him and Marisa is going to be killer. I love it. We get this shot of Lyra's face next. And (laughs) yes, that is the sound that we hear in the background. Uh, So we get... The shot of Lyra's face, and it is very artsy, and she has the cave connected to her. She has the electro nodes on her uh, temples as well. So she's talking to the cave in that shot. But the flash of the video, how they either filmed that or how they edited this video, it's flashing and it transforms into close-ups of a knife very briefly. The knife. The subtlest of knives or not so subtle
1: in this situation. The subtlest knife.
0: (laughs) And we get this hooded figure in an airship, which is none other than John Perry. And we see explosions again. Uh, I think again, it might. This is the one that looks like definitely fever dream. Like he's creepy, standing with his hood up in the hot air balloon. So uh, you know, I think uh, this is a fever dream shot because of the way he's standing, for sure.
1: Yeah, it's a fever dream, but also like real, but not. And yeah. I realized. Later on, that rewatching the Comic-Con trailer also, they show us Perry summoning that lightning and that, like, strikes the airships, and it's it's gonna be great, as we said. It's gonna be awesome. They yeah. really also just love this swing. I'm sorry, like, all of the trailers love this swing knife noise of thing. Of the knife.
0: Oh, yeah, that's their whole thing. That's what they're into. Same, though. Like, I'm, I'm into it. For the subtle knifeness, same, though. It's not so Fair. subtle. Fair, We hear you. Not so subtle. Just, we're calling you out right now, BBC, HBO. And his dark materials, that you are not that subtle with your knifing. Very explicit. The explicit knife. That's me. The explicit knife. knife. (laughs) Okay, we get the next part, and it's spoken by John Perry. The bearer of the knife will have their own task, and that could put the person in great danger. So then we see Lyra and Will entering somewhere it looks possibly like the Tower of Angels, an old man who is. Of course, Giacomo Paradisi.
1: Mr. And Paradisi.
0: Mr. Paradisi and <laughs> Uh Will and Lyra look super alert in an alley in the next shot. John Perry is speaking to Lee Scoresby casually in the next shot. And then we get this moment of rifles and Lee with a rifle and more soldiers. So not just a rifle, this is the rifle. I'm going to be honest with you, though. I was trying to get a shot in either this trailer or the next teaser. It's hard to confirm, but I don't think it looks like a Winchester. So I don't know. I'm on to you, BBC. I'm on to you.
1: Yeah. Maybe they're they're tricking us, or maybe he just doesn't have it. Who knows? Maybe.
0: I mean, that's, you know, his whole story, but whatever.
1: Yeah. Also, again, I'm having regrets. I'm having regrets because I have all these thoughts now about the subtle knife after editing our recent episode and I just really <laughs> need to get them off my chest and I have a second chance of life here alright this is my redemption arc um so I'm gonna just throw those all in here at this moment as John Perry and Lee speak and regarding this, the bear of the knife and how the second book ends all of the adults right they all think they know how it's supposed to go they think yeah I know the fucking prophecy they're like we've got our plans we're gonna attack and dethrone God uh versus the way that there's the sort of ignorance, right? But also innocence around how Will and Lyra go about their adventures and plans. John Perry, he's he's just like Azriel and culture, right? in in a way. He's not nearly as a uh, toxic,
0: awful or malicious <laughs> or awful as
1: they are. Uh, he but like like them, right? He thinks that he knows what the destiny of how things are supposed to go are, the destiny of the knife bearer, but doesn't really realize that The knife bearer's destiny is intrinsically tied up with eve aka lyra and all these adults think that they know better than the kids right and then we Mm -hmm. have that last chapter in the subtle knife just i just want to sneak my thoughts in here okay it's named blood moss (laughs) it's a self to heal wounds and then as john perry's dying and breaks his promise to lee he heals will's finger wounds right using the blood moss and he's healing, at the same time, this emotional wound where Will's finally able to meet his father and fulfill that part of his destiny. But another maybe more painful wound of losing his father so shortly after and not understanding why because sometimes life doesn't make sense. Maybe that's like opened right now and it's not one that a salve can just heal. It's gotta be the power of love. But also the wound from Lee Perry? I don't know. Not not Lee Perry. Wow. that That's a ship name.
0: Wow. Uh, that's a very good closing thought for Blood Moss, the chapter that we finished the other day that we posted today. <laughs> <laughs> Why? But it does come in here. No, it does come in here. Redemption arc. I, I do want to add to this that I like what you're saying a bit about Blood Moss and how Blood Moss can't heal this wound. However, I do also want to say that. We learn that blood moss is something that can heal his fingers, obviously, which he lost. So while, while his dad could not give him a stable household and the childhood that was stolen from Will Perry back, he could not get that childhood back. The last thing that his dad gave him was a warm cloak that Will will be able to use constantly through this journey. And blood moss salve to fix the fingers that Will has no clue how to fix. Like, even witches don't know how to fix this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's the one time that he got to run to daddy and daddy kissed the boo boo and it's fixed. And you know, like, I think the things that he loots from John Perry's body are (laughs) going to give him more. Like, exactly. Like, the drops he got on John Perry's body (laughs) are more helpful for him to survive right now than it would be to get those years back because he could never get them back you know his, that's all yeah his
1: father couldn't can't replace and give him back that childhood unfortunately but he was he's able to give will a future and he's able for exactly that's to what i mean yes yeah, yes to set will up to he opened a
0: he opened a window for him to wow. the future a door if uh, you will wow. if you will
1: a world wow wow <laughs>
0: okay back to the trailer we, we're on a schedule we want to get you guys to the next teaser and i know you're sitting there on the pause button like when can i start the next scene you two you are annoying so get ready start your next scene spoken by mrs coulter there's something evil here it you bitch i
1: know right i was like is it <laughs> is it you <laughs> it's me uh, mrs coulter, coulter. <laughs>
0: Lord Boreal closes a window in this scene Uh, again just like you saw earlier window imagery as Eliana mentioned and a malicious cloud which looks like a specter comes up to Mrs. Coulter and I want to add that in both of these teasers throughout both of them any bit of the specters you see if you watch them especially slow motion they look hairy it's so gross.
1: I'm glad that you. We're gonna talk about that it more out. later. But they look hairy. I wasn't really sure how to think of them, but I like the idea of thinking them of them as hairy. It makes them feel more monstrous and gross. They look like tarantula legs. It gave me like a kind of that that scene from Alien. You know the famous one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the one. uh...
0: The fuck. Alien with the chest burst.
1: Yeah, yeah, but, like, the scene where, like, the alien's close to, or is that, pre- whatever, the alien's closer and, like, like, almost, like, at her ear or whatever, but, but- it looks like it's about to stop. It lo- I mean, because we read the books, right, it looks like it's stopping yeah. momentarily before Mrs. Coulter, because, you know, her soul's real big. <laughs>
0: I'm just imagining Big Coulter leading the specters like down the broad street, and they're like performing a flash mob of like wet ass pussy behind her or something. I don't know. Like, how else is she gonna train them, that's right? Like, what if happens. I was Coulter,
1: that's what happens. In that
0: like hot ass outfit she's wearing, that's it. That's series two.
1: That's a canon now. Uh... Yeah, actually, you know, we get here. Then we get here. Speaking of series two, the return of the epic series. Alright, (laughs) Return and Epic are severed. It doesn't mean anything. Closed captions will tell you. Dramatic music plays. All this time, airships are on fire in the background. And then it reminds you, based on the global bestsellers.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Then we have Lord Boreal speaking, finally. The fate of many worlds may rest on you. Lyra and Will confront Lord Boreal in the next quick quick clip because this trailer does not stop. Lyra and Will confront him. Will is swinging at Lord Boreal, punching the shit out of him, and the next one trying to. And then we get a shot of someone crashing through a window, likely Tulio or another kid from Comic Con. Mm, The punching Boreal thing is not a thing. Like We just read this book. That didn't happen. I don't think it did. Okay, interesting. I guess like it works with how violent Will gets at the end of the book and uh, in his protector mode in general and with Tulio like as the first step to that violence maybe in this series, not counting when he killed the guy on accident last series. And the, the window that we see possibly Tulio or someone else go out of Uh, is one of the angel windows from the Comic-Con trailer, by the way. Yeah, 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 it is. That is just briefly seen. It's just a different angle of that scene. So,
1: an angle? An angel? Wow. I don't know. Tower of ankles. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that it could be that Tulio scene. I was like, who the fuck? What is going on here? It's like a cool-ass scene, and I love that they're bursting through the window. It feels, again, very in line with a lot of the way that the Mm -hmm. trailers are framed, the way that Windows are such a big part of the story, of course. Um, Speaking of Will and Lord Boreal, I don't know if it's there or or if it's before or after Tulio, right? Because they have to meet with him beforehand. But I think it kind of Mm -hmm. also makes sense in this version, right? For Will to become so enraged that he tries to attack Boreal. Considering that here, right, in this story, Boreal has been harassing and gaslighting Will's mother. And exacerbating her mental illness and that led and Boyle's also the one who has led to their house being broken into and now will's mm-hmm. like wanted and then will eventually killing his first person. So Boyle's kind of like stolen Will's sense of safety and innocence. Mm-hmm. so maybe Boyle will slip or intentionally reveal something like that and it'll prompt that response from will.
0: Yeah. It was surprising, especially because of the way it was framed. It looks like it must be when Will and Lyra went to try to get it back.
1: The first time, I think so. Yeah,
0: Yeah. the first time. And so he gets into it, and I think that might be where his bloodied-up face comes from. I don't know. Um, I I think it has to have payoff, right? Because they really did give Elaine a strong role. Maybe it won't. We'll see. In the trailer, when Lyra and Boreal face off, I watched it a few times, different times, with sound on and off, right? And their faces get like really close, and watching it with the sound off, it was a little cheesy looking. Like they were just like staring at each other really hard, and Will was in the background staring, and then they were staring at each other. And I was, I'm, I'm excited, but I'm like, why are y'all so close? What's going on there? It's <laughs> and, uh, drama. So I hope it's Chloe. not actually cheesy live. It was drama. It was very much drama. Just like why
1: and... the angels didn't tell Will what they were gonna see, what he was gonna see when he went down there. Or...
0: Will's like over by the camp singing, do
1: you see what I see? He's like, why would you not fucking tell me? you were right there. Music intensifies, fades, according to... Wait, actually, I don't know if this is part of the closed captions or this is my commentary. Whatever, I am... It's all the same now. More witches soaring. Lee with a gun. There's a bunch of scenes. Lyra's running into the street with the cars lining it. There's a miasma. The hairy miasma, sorry, rising behind (laughs) Will. And then it says, His Dark Materials, HBO, HBO Max, November. (sighs) November.
0: November. Look, you guys thought thought it was so hard to see demons, right? You guys were so upset about your demons. So they decided to make the specters hairy just in case (laughs) you complained about not seeing them. Two, Okay, I gotta roast them for a second. Hold on. I'm just joking, because I know they have to make the specters visible, but Attack of the Dust Bunnies? What is going on with these tarantula tendrils in the air?
1: Yeah, it's not oh. how I imagine them. I understand why they made this choice, because the way yeah. I imagine them is literally impossible to like really make effective in a TV show. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it could have been... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting, but maybe not Harry. Uh,
0: They probably called Philip Pullman and he was like, Well, JK Rowling stole a bunch of my ideas. Why don't you make him look like Dementor? You're (laughs) a specter,
1: Harry. I'm a what?
0: (laughs) My boggart? I'm just kidding. Uh, There's a lot of dramatic yelling. In the trailer, did you notice that? Like, as I watched it, it was like, Lyra yelling in the streets, Will yelling, Coulter yelling. Uh, You know, there's just a lot of yelling going on.
1: Lee yelling. That's true. A lot of yelling. Very dramatic. It's a dramatic trailer. They really want
0: you to tune in for the drama.
1: Really playing that up. And I I, I figured out, I think, what one of those uh, dramatic yelling moments is. I'm realizing now that Lyra running into the street screaming, she's, like, clutching her bag. So I'm like, is this the moment where she finds out that her alethiometer's been stolen? Yeah. Or related to that So when in she got way? out of the car.
0: That's what I figure. Any of the scenes where she's wearing the Us World clothing, it seems to be her down, going to the museum, and going places. So I'm guessing she's over there at any time that she looks like that.
1: Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and she's just, like, running. Like, her running is probably running from that cop at the... At yeah. Malone's University. Yeah, probably. So, okay, right.
0: everyone, prep the next teaser. We have one teaser to go. We're gonna power through this with you. Let you get back to your day, your evening, whatever you're up to, so that you can be hype about his Dark Materials with us and everyone else.
1: Hype Dark Materials. Load up. Hype
0: Dark Materials. Load up the teaser trailer from BBC One. We've linked it in the description. It's the second link in the description. You can't miss it. So check it out.
1: Yes. And so, this trailer, right? Much shorter. A lot of the scenes are, like, the same as what was in the first trailer, so we're not going to just, like, completely revisit all of those. But it starts yeah. out quite differently, with, uh, a, a different cover of that Kate Bush song, right? They, they brought <laughs> it in. It's, like, uh, it's a duet now. They've got a choir to do it. I was sing Lyra! 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 Faces <sighs> <laughs> flash. There's also a bear. And then it's Lyra whimpering in a cave in a storm.
0: Okay, you've talked me down a little bit, and you can talk me down in a second on it, but it's very trippy. And at first, I was like, are they spoiling the end of the season? Because it's her in a cave sobbing, and like you get it's total foreshadowing at least for what's gonna happen because you get yeah. Coulter's face screaming. Like at the, it's a season one clip of her like snarling, like the monkey screaming. And uh, that flashes and then it goes to Yorick and like, you'll miss it if you do not slow it down and check it. Because I had, I was hitting my space Me bar too. on YouTube, like checking each like, oh, frame and I didn't, set. I didn't see Yorick. You saw Yorick. So I had to go back and yeah. do it. Cause so I was like, I didn't see Yorick, uh, but you see Yorick. And then it flashes to Will because you know, yif yif, just kidding. And <laughs> but uh, that- at first I really thought this was like, maybe from the last episode and we were seeing, Coulter shit, but no, it's actually just foreshadowing for the cave Coulter stuff, is maybe what it is.
1: Yeah, I think so, because I do think this is her a bit before getting to Chittagazé, because she's like clutching that uh coat from the north, right? She's still holding it, mm-hmm. and we see her holding it right before she enters Chittagazé, which, and, and it seems like she loses it, right? Like, she doesn't need it. It's hot as fuck in Chittagazé. Um,.
0: Yeah, and see, I thought it was a fur blanket is why. I I thought it was maybe like a blanket or something, Mm. but it makes sense. Yeah. I'm talked down. But it's definitely foreshadowing. Like, that's some foreshadowing they threw in there right there just for the fans. That's some, that's got to, like, someone was like, you should do that because it's going to be just like in series three.
1: Yeah, unless they end season two of it, right, and... Which they could, I think
0: that, that's why I was saying A like I don't know. Might, we'll talk about it. Yeah, it'd
1: be it'd be good like cinema cinematography that that parallel that mm-hmm. visual, um, sameness. But you know, speaking of the faces flashing, yeah, I, I saw that face at the end and I was like, I can't tell is that Will. So I so he was like smashing my spacebar. I'm like, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. It was so fast I couldn't. Um, and whatever. I just watched the same scene like over and over again. But anyway. It's Yorick, and then immediately Will, like, some of the faces they'll show and then they'll fade away, but here it goes Yorick straight into Will, which I think is interesting because Lyra's like, you're basically the same. Will, you're so much like my bear dad, and I I wanted to throw this in there, just to rip your heart out. That very first Lyra that starts off this trailer, that's Roger, so is this, like, Lyra also just here being sad about Roger who literally just died a moment ago? In front of Because, her.
0: again, it's going to mirror it when we open series three slash the third book because she is hearing Roger while she's drugged asleep.
1: Oh, that's so sad. I'm just I saying it's that. such a good
0: mirror, though. Like, the fact, like, they know what they're doing. That is for sure while yeah. watching this teaser. Like, I had to stop and be like, that is the first three seconds of the teaser, and you're also teasing the third series slash book, likely. Like, that's... I'm, my mind's blown. I'm I'm happy that they're doing that. Um, I'm happy with the show. The of, yeah. No, I'm happy about the show. They're yeah. doing good.
1: Yeah. Swing. Good
0: adapting. Ad, good adapting. I can't talk. Good adapting. <laughs> uh, okay. The swing of the knife. We get a swing of the subtle knife in the next bit. We get a close up on the knife. Michael VK, who does the prop design over there, did a great job. Uh, he tweeted, and I was like oh, no one is giving him thanks because it's so beautiful. Aww. He did that, though. He is why the knife happened. So um, looking at it closely, you can see it like has the, the different metals. You can see the different look to it, and you can see the different edges. And I'm so excited to see it closer.
1: And as you pointed out uh, back when the Comic-Con trailer came out, the design of the knife seems to mirror the design of the Tower of Angel's yes. spire.
0: Yeah, it's the same like spires in front of them. It's really cool. Really well done.
1: Yeah. Also well done. Maybe we'll get, as you said, we have a lot more Pan. He, we have Pan dictating a bit of this trailer saying, we can't go back.
0: <laughs> then you get the screen this November. This November. Actually, uh... all the words
1: are on the screen in this one, right? Yes, <laughs>
0: yes, yes, right. Because it's a teaser from BBC One. Yeah. Uh, the doorway between worlds has been opened i think this is mrs coulter saying this and we see the beam of light that is coming from the doorway from when roger died and then we get the line from lyra i've traveled so far and pan and lyra are wandering the wilderness similar scene of looking at chitagatse and again lyra speaking i found myself here looking at clothes on a rack in and and then it looks like we have this line, uh, it sounded like it was Mr. Paradisi. But who Giacomo. knows, I don't know what
1: his voice sounds like.
0: I don't know, oh, I, I do, and it does sound like him. Uh, You've come here for a purpose, is what he says.
1: Yeah, then we have that same aerial shot of Chitagaze, but this time there are words on top of it. And I didn't mark down all the times that the words had the slice in it, because that seemed like a lot of effort. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry no no just no they're using it often they're using it often uh will has the miasma behind him again he says he doesn't know who to trust anymore and then you have lyra saying you can trust me spoken over it and you show someone reaching to her shoulder which i'm it seems like it was will seems I like think. it was will it Based like on like it was clothes. gonna be will yeah
1: yeah Lyra, in the, it looked me? like it was inside
0: a house in, in the house in Chirigatse, so I think yeah. it must be when they meet, maybe? But it looked very light, so I'm like, is it daytime?
1: That's odd. Maybe it's after, yeah, maybe it's after they meet or, like, right, mm-hmm. right after. But, again, yeah. Lyra, she can be trusted. It's when they're
0: playing house.
1: She has to fuck <laughs> up first, you know? Lose <laughs> the yeah. Not be trusted first.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Then we have Pan speaking again, saying, finally, someone else to talk to. And he comes out as a little ermine... And then Will like is, looks kind of surprised, maybe he's like, whoa, talking animals, and then Lyra looks backwards at Pan.
0: Lots of Pan and lots of demons, I'm seeing lots of demons in this trailer, Eliana, just putting it out there.
1: Yeah, it's you were saying that, uh, joking about people, complaining about the demons. But I mean, yeah, I, that was a complaint, understandably so, because uh, there was some emotional levity that was a little lost. And it seems like maybe they could be trying to correct it this season. Uh, Because, again, people wouldn't shut up about it. Again, including me. I'm bitches.
0: (laughs) You are bitches.
1: I didn't go that far. We got some really
0: dramatic music after this bit. Uh, Some singing. There's, like, a version of the intro song with the Latin words, it sounds like. And there are some little girls running through the alleys with a bird. And those girls are Paula and Angelica. I'm guessing Pan is flying overhead watching them, it looks like. There's a bird flying overhead. So, yeah, it's the kids of Chiragose.
1: I just thought it was a fancy bird. I forgot. That could be Pan, you're right. (laughs) Then we have a spinning shot of Lyra. There's a lot of shots of just people's faces, and you don't know anything in this trailer. Uh, The hooded man in the airship again. Lee's looking backward while in the airship as burbs swarm. There's the airship careening out of the sky, maybe the one that was exploding from the first trailer, but like a moment before, we have Will and Lyra faltering. Again, a lot of dramatic face moments. The golden monkey demon and Mrs. Coulter in that very cool outfit again. Once more, again, witches soaring from the ground. Really into that, I guess. Lord Boreal looking over his shoulder dramatically. Not as cool as all the cool Boreal shots in the other trailer, which is, there's like this witch kind of like shooting down a hall from the first, we saw that also in the first Comic Con trailer, but it's a little clearer there because when I watched it here, I was like, what the fuck is this? Something shooting out of a box? We Got John Perry unhooding himself again, and somewhere in this like montage of things, we had the alethiometer ticking, but I didn't want to rewatch to figure out exactly where it goes, so...
0: yeah Yeah. and it's fast this is a one minute 13 second trailer i know you have to be pausing if you're actually trying to keep up with us so you're doing great we get this line (laughs) the line the fate of many worlds rest on may rest on you i think it's john perry again lyra's running through streets in no no no,
1: that was lord boreal Boreal because i apologize yes it was the fate
0: of many worlds may rest on you and the other lyra's running through the streets in normal clothes Witches are around a fire. Mary Malone's looking over her shoulder. There's jumping through the window again. We see soldiers from the Lee plot. Mrs. Coulter is looking up. Lyra is looking up, surprised. Pan going upwards toward the Tour de, de L'Angeli. Will wrestling Tulio and the knife falling, like stabbing in front of them. Very quick shot, very cool. And then you get Will and Lyra together, looking upwards, together. Together, and that Together. is the teaser from Series Two BBC Player. We have a link for this, like I said, in the description. Please check it out. There's a lot going on, but most of it seems to be uh, pretty much succinct with the book.
1: Absolutely, and I'm excited. It's it's a hype. It's a pretty hype trailer. The first one, the second one, also, it wasn't planned, but see the first
0: one. You know, so that's like. I right. feel like I've been given a gift. Well fed. We're well, well fed, fed today. Well, what do you think? Overall predictions for Season 2, Series 2. What do you expect to see?
1: I mean, all the things that we said. I, Especially, right, um, the Magisterium being a bigger part, which makes sense because they want to set it up, create again that sort of narrative cohesion with the later seasons. So bringing that forward. And I'm really glad that we're going to dig more into the witches because you and I had a lot of complaints with the way that they're yeah, executed Yeah, they seem the to book. be able
0: to expand on the Egyptian people very well. And I liked that. I liked that they gave them a little more culture than what we get. And Pullman's done some great work in the Books of Dust so far on expanding some of that culture. Not to knock him, but uh, I think the first few books didn't have quite the depth that the show tried to give them. In the first series, I think it was a really bold move. You know, I think like choosing something to adapt, it's a safe, bold move, but it's a bold move. You know, giving them like, here's a song. They do yes. this in their culture. Here's some stuff, like making them fuller. And I hope we see the Egyptians. I'm gonna be brave. Here's my spicy prediction. I think we might see a Mulefa on screen before the end of the series. Um, mm. I think the Mary Malone plot might advance faster. I think we might see her actually arriving. Like, maybe we won't see one up close, but what's the point if we don't? But I, I just think we might see her arriving in the new world.
1: That'd be interesting. Or maybe something from the Malefa world. Like a seed pod. As an or, Easter egg oh, in the archaeology. Yeah, like seed pods or something. In the, in the museum. Or that'd like, a, like drawings in
0: the museum of them or something. Yeah. Oh, God, that'd be great. I think we're going to see something. Yeah. And I think that we're going to see her... Like, I think we'll see her plot start. I think that way they could just go right into it in the next one. And I also think, uh, I think the Magisterium moving up, I think, look, I know that that shot is probably her trying to go to Chittagatse and she has her coat and everything, like you said, and she ditches the coat, but there's still a chance that that could be what they end the series with. They could end the series on Lyra passed out asleep with Coulter over her, like, feeding her tea. And when I talked earlier of Coulter in that raspberry suit, there's a point where she looks very disheveled in these teasers in that suit, and she looks very upset. And I'm just interested to see what that's from. Who knows? I think we'll end with Lyra Mm. in the cave.
1: Yeah, it could be from this. Be- yeah we might or um i don't know there's a they could surprise us so you were saying about possibly seeing some of the stuff mm-hmm. from season three and i'm interested in like what that scene that they weren't able to film with james mcavoy was like would we see his yeah, crazy his like... armies of hell being built i mean i think we'll- we might see it anyway in like rudis scotty talking about like all the amazing shit that asriel's doing and hopefully they're gonna portray ruta as like way less booty blind in this television series but
0: we'll see what they do you know put keep the bar low just in case but i think we'll be all right i don't know hbo starts getting pretty antsy around seasons two and three you know when it comes to fantasy shows from books so we'll see but
1: (laughs) true but maybe they've learned their i think they've also kind of learned their lesson and I mean, again, we had we had a bad yeah, version before, and it wasn't even that
0: bad. So, unironically, I like Lyra by Kate Bush now. Yeah, and a
1: so. lot of the <laughs> yeah, and a lot of like those the choices ended up being used. Those directorial choices again ended up being used in uh, series one. Well, so
0: this is exciting. I can't wait for November. I hope it's early November. If it's late November, I guess I'll wait. My heart will will wait. I will sit here waiting 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 but very excited to watch series 2 with all like of Will you like Will and
1: Lyra okay yes absolutely and man I do hope it's early November but I wouldn't be surprised if it's yeah I wouldn't November. be
0: surprised if we get a part 1 you know, part 2 of the, the series like series 2 part 1 winter recess series 2 in spring I could see it happening
1: yeah that's true HBO doesn't tend to break things up, though, so. Well, Uh, we'll see. Who knows? We'll see. Thanks so much
0: for listening to us, for hanging out with us. If you are somehow stumbling upon this to tear apart the teaser and have not listened, we cover his Dark Materials a few chapters here and there at a time. We have finished Northern Lights or The Golden Compass, if you're in the U.S., and, uh, subtle knife as well we just finished this week so if you have time to tune into those before you check out the series two coverage coming your way in the future and uh also series one you can get that over at apple google play Podbean, uh gosh everything else under the sun stitcher you name it
1: we don't even know what exists out there but yes yeah, If you're watching the show, as Chloe said, we did cover season one, so that's part of it, too. And we are starting our coverage of La Belle Sauvage, which that book is a prequel, not yeah. the entire series, right? It's a sandwich <laughs> series of <laughs> sandwiches historic dark materials, and we are covering that on yes, our Patreon.
0: Yes, that's patreon.com slash girlsgonecanon. As always, I've been one of your hosts, Chloe.
1: And I've been another one of your hosts. Thanks for listening. Iliana.